Welcome to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up Podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs here at UMBC. Today I am joined by two instructors in the UMBC biotechnology graduate program. They are going to be instructors for a brand new course this fall 2023 clinical trials. Their names are Wilson Bryan and Milos Milkovich. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today for UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. It is wonderful to have you both here with me to talk about a new course that UMBC's biotechnology graduate program will be launching this fall clinical trials. Thank you so much for joining me. It's really wonderful to have you both. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you for having us. All right. So let's talk about, first of all, I love to hear just a little bit about your backgrounds. Let's start with Milos. What, what is your background? What, what led you to teaching this course at UMBC? Sure. So I'm a hematologist, oncologist by training. I'm an MD. I uh, finished my medical school in Belgrade, Serbia, where I'm from originally. Then I, I came to Baltimore to finish residence in internal medicine and then to the National Cancer Institute to finish a fellowship in Hemonc. And I worked there as staff for four years after fellowship, so seven years total. And then a couple of years ago, a friend from fellowship, Metin Kurtoglu, uh, asked me to join Cartesian Therapeutics, which is a company he co-founded. Um, that, that does RNA cell therapy. And at NCI, I worked on immunotherapy and T-cell lymphoma predominantly. So I, I had some experience there uh, and definitely experience in um, both designing and running early stage trials at NCI. And I transferred that over to Cartesian. So how I got involved in, the, in this course is uh, by uh, speaking at an event held by the, I believe, Maryland Biotech Council, a few months ago, more than a few months ago now, it's been last year. And then uh, he, uh, Mark Sherman from UMBC was in attendance and he said, well, we're doing this clinical trials course and uh, I guess I was a good enough speaker for him to think it would be a good idea for me to be involved. And he said, Wilson Bryan is, is uh, doing it, but he might may need some help. So I, I came there to help out. Oh, that's fantastic. What a background. That is really incredible. And it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. What about you, Wilson? What is your background? I am a neurologist by training. I, I went to a medical school at the, uh, the University of Chicago and uh, then uh, did internship at uh, Emory University in Atlanta and residency at uh, Southwestern uh, Medical School in Dallas, Texas, and then fellowship in neuromuscular disease at Tufts University in Boston. So I kind of moved around doing my training and, and, and then got interested in clinical trials during my academic career. I was on faculty at Southwestern uh, uh, University Medical School uh, for about 16 years and uh, really in, enjoyed thinking about clinical trials and, and realized that, that as a, uh, a faculty member, I, I didn't understand them very well. And so I went to the FDA in 2000 to, to try to learn about clinical trials. And I've been a, a regulator for most of the last 23 years. Uh, most recently, I was director of the Office of Tissues and Advanced Therapies, which regulates uh, cell therapies and, and gene therapies. I'm, I'm currently retired. I recently retired. 
at the FDA, I worked in uh, clinical trials in, in all sorts of indications, uh, not just neurology, uh, oncology, uh, cardiology, pulmonary, dermatology, OBGN, uh, pretty much everything. And, and that's a lot of fun. And, and uh, as part of that, I had the uh, opportunity to give a lecture for one of Tony Moreira and, and Mark Sherman's courses. Uh, and I gave a lecture on clinical trials that I've been giving uh, once a year for the last 20 years. And uh, so, so that's how I got involved in this course. Wow. So that's fascinating as well. Both of you have such rich backgrounds and the students are going to just, it's going to be a gift to the students. Absolutely. Uh, I know that one of the things that as a graduate student myself from UMBC, one of the things that I loved most about, about, about that was having industry practitioners teaching these courses, because that's really where students are going to learn, being able to have that applied nature, learning from people who were in the field or are in the field, rolling up their sleeves and doing the work and actually being able to bring that rich experience to the classroom. That's that's a huge gift. Um, speaking of this new course, the clinical trials course, can one of you talk about the origin of this course? Like what made it came, what, what, what brought it about? UMBC has, has really been a, a leader in having their uh, master's level biotech program for, I, I think it's over 20 years now. And they have an industry advisory board, which convinced them, and, and I'm, I'm going to say finally convinced them, I don't, I don't know how long they've been making the recommendation, but, but convinced them that it was time to have a clinical trials course to, to complement the other courses that they have on their curriculum. And, and, and I think this clinical trials course will, will do that. They're obviously very strong in, in uh, CMC, in manufacturing. You know, that, that's uh, uh, in many ways at the core of, of the challenges in uh, biotech. But, but clinical trials are important too. And I, I think this will complement the learning that students have in, in their other courses in the curriculum. Yes. Milo's, what do you hope that students will gain from this course? Uh, I hope they will be definitely better equip, equipped to know the practicalities of designing and running a trial than MDs. So they will have a, a, a leg up in wherever they end up uh, discussing it so that they won't get lost in the terminology and in the statistics of it. Uh, so I, I think that the way it's shaping up to be, I think they will definitely get more information about the, the, the world of clinical trials than a, than a physician would during their, their normal course of, uh, of business. That's a real important element of the program, and it's going to be incredibly valuable for students to be able to get that, that theoretical experience as well as that know-how from somebody who's in there doing that themselves. Now, can you talk a little bit about what student engagement is going to be like in this class? What can students expect coming into this class um, and being able to learn from both both of you plus their peers? Certainly, we're going to have didactic lectures, uh, to, to, uh, but this is an introductory course. This is meant to be an introduction to clinical trials, people who, who don't necessarily have a, a background or work in the, in the clinical trial arena. What we hope is, is that 
the students will, will learn the basics of clinical trials, but we're going to save some time each night for uh, what will primarily be discussion periods. And one of the things that, that I want to do, I'm, I'm worried about uh, misinformation in the field. So I want, I want to, uh, to review with students uh, things that are in the news and, and press releases that are coming out from companies and how to look at that those press releases and, and how to interpret them and, and how to read between the lines when you see a press release from a drug company. And, and, and I think that that's uh, an important skill that will help them in the real world. And I'll turn it over to uh, Miles to talk about something that he's going to do with uh, classic clinical trials. Yeah, there is uh, in in the recommended textbook, which is the fundamentals of clinical trials, and uh, in in the lectures, there will be many historic trials of importance for one reason or another, whether because they are the first design of a kind, or because of an unexpected result, or uh, more, more often than it should happen, infamous trials that that should not be repeated. So. We will focus on those, we hope, each week. We'll discuss it in light of the prior week's uh, topic, discussion topic, so that they will have, uh, they can read either the trial itself or the news coverage about the trial, and then we're hoping for a dialogue uh, the following week uh, about that. And to, to Wilson's point, Everybody has had, even if you're not in biotechnology, I think everybody in the world now is, is in the last two, three years, been connected to clinical trials, and it's been important for everybody. And we'll try early on to tie up people's everyday experiences of the last two, three years with the trials course. Mm, yeah, that's powerful. Those student, in, those student discussions and that kind of stuff and being able to bring that full circle into a dialogue amongst yourselves, being able to really look at things with a critical eye, I think is going to be really powerful for students to be able to prepare them for when they go out there, if they are going to go out there into a world of clinical trials, to be able to have at least that lens that they can then have a thoughtful conversation about what they are going to be dealing with out there in the real world. Um, that being said, how do you feel a student can get the most out of this class? Like what would they, how should they go? What kind of mindset, what kind of action should they take to make sure that by the time they are finished with this course, they get the most out of it? I think active engagement and it's what, what you just said. So I think dialogue and critical thinking are important. It is, it will not be a course where you can sit down, listen to the lecture, take notes, and then pass a test based on those notes. I mean, it can, that would not be the, the, the best way to get the most out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think it's important for uh, students to to look at the world around them. Either I mean, some of the students uh, may have jobs in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, others may be looking for jobs in the pharmaceutical industry. And, but but just from what you hear in the news, and you'll hear about clinical trials now and then, and bringing into the class uh, what you're hearing and what you're thinking about. And, and, and just putting that on the table for us to discuss, I think that'll be valuable to the students as a group to learn from what each, each individual is thinking. Mm -hmm. 
I always like to ask this question, especially when we're talking about new courses at UMBC. What is something that about this course that might surprise students? Well, uh, this, this is a brand new course. And, 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 and Miles and I have been thinking a lot about, you know, how to structure uh, each, uh, you know, we, we, this is uh, every Monday evening and, and uh, for uh, a few hours. And, and, and again, while we're going to have some didactic lectures, we, we want to emphasize the discussion periods uh, as well. And the, I think it's an opportunity really for the students to very much uh, influence the agenda for what we're talking about each week. And, and, and more than courses that, uh, that people typically go to, we're not going to fill up uh, two and a half hours or three hours with, with lectures. That, that, that's not what this is about. And what we talk about each week will be influenced by what the students want us to talk about. And, and, and we will adapt uh, what we're talking about each week to, to what the students want. Mm. Yeah, that's very learner centric. And, you know, in the world of instructional design and facilitating learning, that is a, a really, it's a very influential way of being able to teach and learn because a lot of times that, that, that old adage that people learn the best when they're actually teaching it to, to each other. And that can be in the form of discussions like you will be having, bringing those kinds of discussions into this I guess, dojo of a classroom where they can talk it out and, and dissect it and really understand it. And people will be coming in with different experiences who may have clinical trial experience, who may not, but being able to learn and share that kind of information that creates, in my opinion, just a, a really rich learning environment for, yeah, for I mean students. Miles talked about the classic clinical trials that, he, that he's going to talk about in the discussion periods. I, I, I really look forward to hearing what the students think about each of those trials, uh, because many of those trials were done in, in, in very different times. And, uh, and, and, and you, I think we'll get different perspectives uh, from, from this generation of students. Yeah, I, I, I bet that's exciting. <laughs> Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you think would lend value to this conversation? Whenever you're teaching, to me, it always breaks down into two uh, things. Either, either you're trying to uh, in, inspire uh, the, the students to, to, to learn more, and, and we hope to do that. But, but more than that, I think in, in, in this series, in particular with this curriculum, we hope to empower students. Students should come out of this course uh, with with skills in looking at the at the world around them and, and, and knowing how to think about things and, and how to consider things and 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 I think that that will uh, really uh, uh, strengthen what they want to do with the information. Mm, yeah. And uh, from from a more practical side, as as far as questions go, it, it it is important to highlight this will be a hybrid course, so there will be an in person and online component. So anybody listening to this now may sign up to the course, 
Um, uh, but the, the lectures, both Wilson and myself and the guest lectures, of whom we will have many, will be in person. So they will be in the, the Shady Grove campus. So we're hoping for that interaction. Now, the part of this being the first course and now are getting a hang of it would be how to integrate the hybrid component into that interaction, into that back and forth. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Absolutely. Well, it sounds very exciting. And I'm so happy that both of you were able to take the time today to chat with me about this so that we can introduce this to students, uh, people who may know about biotechnology, may have no idea about that we even have a program in it, and just to get people excited about this brand new course that is being offered. So thank you so much for being here and being a part of this conversation. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about our offerings, do a search for UMBC Biotechnology Graduate Programs or simply click the link in the show notes.